What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight, it is Thursday night, September 29th. We got a football game, the Miami Dolphins at the Cincinnati Bengals. It should be a good one. I think we've uh, we've suffered through some kind of not so great primetime games the last couple weeks. And uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping this one lives up to the hype. Uh, we're going to hop into a screen share here. Hope you guys are having a good Thursday evening. I'll get to all your questions uh, in just a second. I did put a bunch of the like the player news and updates in there. So go feel uh, I mean, feel free to read through some of these yourself. I think eventually we'll kind of rotate after some of the questions. I'll, I'll kind of keep pulling up practice reports and things like that. But read through the practice reports. Uh, I'm going to hop right into the questions right away. Uh, Jerry Moo, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Hope you're doing well, my man. Uh, he says he got a trade offer and wanted our thoughts. He's trading away ETN and Terry McLaurin for D-Hop and J.K. Dobbins, full PPR. Would you do it? Um, so I, I, I like this trade analyzer that I found. Uh, it's called Roto Trade. If you just type in fantasy football trade calc or something like that, I think it's like the second or third link. But we can actually take a look here and see what they recommend uh, for this trade. So I'm going to type in McLaurin. We got ETN in there, and we'll add Hopkins, and we'll add in Dobbins. Now, I think there's some questions on this side, Dobbins and Hopkins. I mean, J.K. is finally back. He's, he's practicing in full. He didn't really play a lot last week. Hopkins, it's kind of a gamble. He's back week seven. Not really sure what he's going to look like, but we'll hit analyze trade here. Uh, this one is saying the McLaurin ETN side is the better side, and I tend to agree with this. Uh, I just I feel like you're buying some unknowns with J.K. Dobbins and in, in, in Hopkins. I think McLaurin, he's been steady. I know he hasn't really lived up to his round four pick, uh, but I think McLaurin looks fine. ETN kind of same thing, but he's hitting his eight to ten point floors. Uh, it says you're giving up the best asset in the trade, Terry McLaurin, uh, and not seeing enough value. So I personally, I would want the McLaurin ETN side of this trade. Uh, good evening to Harris, my man. Let's uh, let's fire up another trade here. Um, you got, uh, I'm assuming that's big Derrick Henry here. Let's put Henry in there. Let's get uh, Javante in here as well. And let's get big Mike Williams, huh? And then we got, uh, looks like Eckler, Evans. And uh, I, I like Brees Hall quite a bit. Um, just on face value, I mean, uh, Mike and Mike, those guys kind of cancel each other out. I think Javante, Derrick Henry, that side might be a little bit stronger than Eckler or Brees. But if this is PPR, I think you might find some good things. Uh, so it's a really close trade. It does say close, but no. It's saying Derrick Henry, Javante, Mike Williams is the better value. Brees Hall is technically the worst valued player on this list. Uh, but they're giving Eckler the best player in this list here. So I think for me, the downgrade is uh, you're going from Javante to Brees Hall. That's the major, major difference here. So I think I still like the Henry, Javante, Mike Williams side of this deal. Uh, Harris says, is Romeo Dobbs a good play this week? I, I think Romeo Dobbs is a great play this week. Uh, last week, we saw the usage finally tick up for him um, so far through three games. Um, let me type in Romeo Dobbs FF today. Through three games, he's been on the field a lot for them. Didn't have a great week two game, but I mean, it was the Aaron Jones game. They didn't really have to throw the ball that much. But on the season, 16 targets, 14 catches, a buck 37, and a score. And with now that uh, Sammy Watkins is on IR, 
and um, Christian Watson missed last week. I think I think Watson's going to play this week, but I think it's very clear that Romeo Dobbs needs to be on the field for the Packers. I think at worst, you're probably looking at something like this, you know, five targets, maybe four catches. I think that 8.8 .8 is your floor, but I, I, I feel really strongly about Romeo Dobbs. I think he's a flex play in PPR formats, and um, I feel really good about it, especially Packers being at home this week. Is Montgomery going to play this week? I I feel very strongly that he's not going to play. I believe he's missed practice. Let's pull up the reports here. I think he's missed both days of practice. Uh, as of today, Montgomery did not practice Wednesday, Thursday. It's a high ankle sprain, and especially for a running back, I mean, that's sometimes a two- to four-week injury. I would expect him to rest this week. Maybe he has a chance to play week five, but I think week four, it's going to be the Khalil Herbert show. And especially because Khalil looks so dang good, uh, last week against the Texans, they don't need to rush Montgomery back. So I'm, I think you should expect Monty to be on the bench this week. Do I play Chase Edmonds instead of St. Brown non PPR? Um, if you don't have any other options, um, at the moment right now, Amon Ross St. Brown has not practiced in two days, DNP on Wednesday and Thursday. So he's technically not on track to play. Even if he plays or practices limited tomorrow, I still am going to say he's like 50, 50. So if you have to take Chase Edmonds or St. Brown, you probably have to play Edmonds this week. You can't risk a, a zero from St. Brown, unless you have another option out there to go against Chase Edmonds. I think you have to play Chase Edmonds tonight. Uh, Jay Sean, thanks for hanging out, my man. Can you pick three? Evans, Marquise, Cooper, Deontay, PPR. Whew. So that one's kind of – that's a tough one, my man. Um, uh, I, I think we like Mike Evans quite a bit. We like Marquise Brown quite a bit. If we're looking at fantasy points allowed, I just want to see what uh, – because we know Evans is playing against the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs. They're kind of middle of the road here against fantasy points to wide receiver. Uh, so I like Evans. The Arizona Cardinals playing against the Carolina Panthers. They rank 19, so that's a good matchup for him. The real question is, is it Cooper or Deontay Johnson? Uh, and the New York Jets, that's who the Steelers are playing. I mean, that's technically a green matchup here. And then you have the Falcons, who are – where is Atlanta? I can't read. Atlanta ranks 30th. So if I'm – I'm probably leaving Deontay Johnson off my lineup, but I, I do like the targets there. I think he's a good play, but he's kind of the odd man out here. I, I think I want to lean into Evans and Marquise for sure, and then it comes down to Cooper versus Deontay. So I think I'm going to say Cooper, he's hot. He's the one catching touchdowns. He's got a really nice target share going on right now too, and I don't think we're afraid of the Atlanta Falcons. So I'm going to say you got you probably got to leave Deontay Johnson on the bench this week. Uh, Alan Lazard, Gabe Davis, Jeff or Hunt, non-PPR. So on paper, it's a great matchup for Gabe Davis. Uh, I, I, want, I think he might have missed practice this week or uh, yeah, today maybe. Let me double check this for you. A lot of injury reports here on the Bills side. But Gabe Davis, limited Wednesday, did not practice Thursday. That does make me a little concerned. I think he's probably on track to practice tomorrow. Maybe this is just kind of like a rest day, uh, you know, one day on, one day off kind of thing. Um, so I'm, I'm leaning towards Gabe Davis being your best play, uh, that Ravens Baltimore game. I think it's got the highest implied point total of the week. So that one, I feel really strongly about that. Your safest play though, is, is probably Kareem hunt, uh, going up against Atlanta. I think he's the safe play, but I'm going to roll the dice with Gabe Davis. Uh, if, if he's all good to go, no problem, my man. Thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, Austin Eckler, Amari Cooper. Um, 
So I, I know the Austin Eckler people are a little concerned with what they got. They don't have a touchdown yet. The Chargers have failed to rush for a touchdown as well. Uh, but if you're looking at matchups this week, like they're playing the Texans. This is the second best matchup you could get for a running back. They've allowed the most rushing yards up here at 477, three touchdowns on the ground, 14 for 92 through the air. If anything good's going to happen for Austin Eckler, uh, it's going to be this game. So I, I want to lean towards Austin Eckler. I think they're both great plays, though. So this is a, a pretty good problem to have. I think they're both going to be, you know, probably they probably have good shots for touchdown. But I think you got to go with Austin Eckler here. He is the name brand uh, player that you probably took in the first round. So I'll stick with Eckler. Trade away Austin Eckler for Leonard Fournette, non-PPR. Um, in a non-PPR, that does make me like Fournette a little bit more because he's he's going to get more opportunities to carry the ball here. I want to I want to just look at this real quick, um, and we can even change it to non-PPR here. Let's take a peek. Uh, it's saying that Eckler should be the bigger value, so I guess I guess it doesn't like it. Um, Personally, I, I would rather have Austin Eckler. I think I like that offense better right now. The Bucks' offensive line's pretty banged up, and they're they are they are struggling on offense right now. I think I think I would keep Austin Eckler here. Ride it out one more week. Again, they're playing the Texans this week. I think if you sell Austin Eckler this week, it's going to probably feel pretty bad. Uh, you want to hold on to him through this Texans game. If he can't get it done, like if the if the Chargers can't get something going for Eckler on the ground this week against the Texans, then we could begin to think about some things, uh, but let him, let him play the Texans and we'll go on from there. Uh, Jay Sean uh, says, got to start three, Khalil Herbert, Dylan, Mike Williams, Keenan Dotson. So Keenan Allen missed, well, he left practice today. Uh, very strange. Uh, let me click on this one for you. So it says he was limited. Uh, but he was spotted leaving practice early with the trainer. That's a bad sign. So I'm not, I don't think that's a positive take for someone to leave practice after a hamstring injury. So I'm nervous about Keenan. I think your best play of this group here is Khalil Herbert. Um, Cause I'm assuming Monty's going to be out. So I love Khalil Herbert. I think Mike Williams is probably your second best play. And then I would go with AJ Dillon as my three, even if Keenan Allen plays, man, I, I'm a little bit hesitant here. I think, I think Dillon at home, they're 10 point favorites against the Patriots. I would like to think AJ Dillon's going to have a heavy, heavy workload in the second half. So I would rank them probably Herbert, big Mike, Dillon, Dotson. And then, I mean, with Keenan right now, it's a huge question mark, but I, I think I like your options there that I discussed. Aiden, my man, what's going on? Uh, he's saying Herbert, Jeff Wilson Jr., or AJ Prison Dillon. <laughs> uh, you got to go with Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert looked good. Uh, if you guys watch the Cowboys uh, Giants game on Monday Night Football, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard racked up a ton of points on the ground. So I think Khalil Herbert probably. Uh, looking like a really safe play. And we know we know they want to run the football. They're not going to pass the ball. So I like Herbert quite a bit. I think I think this week, Khalil Herbert and Jamal Williams are probably your top two players. Or, or the, Jamal and Khalil are both top 10 players. My bad. Um, who would your second be? Um, my second option, it's a tougher matchup for Jeff Wilson Jr. I, I think he's going to get the volume. But again, I, I trust A.J. Dillon. Even in a bad game last week, they still got him 12 carries and a couple catches. This week, it's a good matchup against the Patriots at home. I, I'm going to rank them Herbert, Dillon, Jeff Wilson Jr. Joe B. or Russell Wilson? We're taking Joe B., man. Joe B., 
tonight, I, I want I want the Bengals tonight. I think Joe Burrow, probably a top five, top ten play. Russell Wilson in that Broncos offense still has not shown us much of anything this season. Um, so I'm cool with letting him him sit on the bench. You got Joe Burrow, a healthy Higgins, a healthy Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd's making plays. I think you want to lean into this matchup uh, with Joe Burrow at home on a Thursday night. It's exciting. Uh, Harris says Drake London or Cortland Sutton half PPR. Interesting. Um, personally, I, I like Cortland Sutton here. I think, uh, there's a couple things in his favor. Cortland Sutton is, he's the number one receiver for the Broncos. I believe London's the number one, like the number one option for Marcus Mariota, but Cortland Sutton hasn't scored a touchdown yet. I think it's coming. They're, they're trying to get him options. They're both really close, but I trust Cortland Sutton a little bit more right now. Uh, London's a good play. I, I would rank him as like a fringe wide receiver two or three, but, uh, I'm going to roll with Cortland Sutton here. PPR pick two Higgins Sutton Pittman. Whew, this one's tough, my man. Um, let's get let's get Higgins in there for sure. I mean, th these guys are all top fifteen, top twenty receivers. This one's really tough. Um, I'm gonna get Higgins in there for sure, and then I'll probably take Sutton. I'll probably take Sutton. Uh, Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert? Uh, stick with Burrow. Stick with Burrow. Uh, Higby Pitts or Njoku? Whew. That's a really tough question because I'm I'm a huge I, I really like Tyler Higby. I think what he's doing right now is kind of the number two target in that offense. He does look really good. I think he's he's playing as like a top five tight end at the moment. So Higby Higby probably is your safest guy, but I I think he's got a tough matchup against San Fran. So I kind of like him the least, uh, if that makes sense. I I'm probably gonna go with Kyle Pitts here. Just because he kind of finally he came to life last week, I think that looked really nice. Njoku though, he has he has a nice matchup against Atlanta. Let's see what the fantasy points allowed say about this tight end group. Um, let's see here. So Njoku going up against Atlanta, they rank twenty seven, so that's a good matchup for Njoku. Um, Higby going up against the the Niners, that's like one of the best. That's like the toughest matchup for tight end, so I think that's why we're ruling him out. Uh, but Kyle Pitts going up against Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns rank 11. So in terms of matchup, Najoku's your best guy, and uh, I think I think I'm okay with going Najoku. If you wanna if you wanna go that route, I'm gonna rank them Najoku, Pitts, Higby. If if that helps. Uh, Harris says Cortland Sutton or Lamb half PPR. Um, we're splitting hairs here. I think they're both really really good players. Um. C.D. Lamb going up against the Washington football team. Football team gives up a lot of points to the wide receiver, so I, I, I don't hate it. Whereas Sutton going up against the Las Vegas Raiders, they do rank 11th, but I, I think the Raiders are pretty banged up on defense right now. Let me see. Uh, did not practice. A lot of their corners and stuff are limited right now. I, I think you'll go with C.D. Lamb. That... It, it, but we're really splitting hairs here. They're both pretty good plays, but I'll, I'll lean Lamb. He's playing well with Cooper Rush right now, but again, they're, they're both pretty solid plays. Uh, we'll hang out for another 10 or 15 minutes. Um, I'm going to just kind of refresh the player feed and see if we can find any, any major news stories that we need to go over. Again, Keenan Allen left practice today with that hamstring. That concerns me a little bit. Um, Nicole Hardman returning to practice limited. Looks like Russell Gage is on track to play. It looks like Julio Jones on track to play. They gave Chris Godwin a rest day. He did practice yesterday, so we're going to continue to monitor what's going on with Chris Godwin. 
Again, Julio playing, Damian Pierce full practice, Melvin Gordon limited today. They upgraded Dobbins to full. Uh, I think that's good, but I don't know if I trust him yet in my fantasy lineups. Um, should I do that trade I posted in there earlier if they add Ayuk? Uh, that might tip the scales. That might tip the scales. I can't remember which trade. Uh, is that the Fournette trade, Harris, or which which trade was it for? The bigger one? Um, I... I'm in the camp that like, I think Andy Dalton's a serviceable quarterback. He's not a great quarterback by any means, but uh, when he did have, I mean, think about when, when he was in Dallas and he had Cooper and Gallup and lamb, like he put up some decent numbers. I, I think Dalton can be fine. Um, obviously if it really depends on the health of Michael Thomas, if Michael Thomas is out, then I think Chris Olave is a must play either way. He's going to leave the team in targets. Um, so that's, that's the big one. If, if it is Dalton, is Michael Thomas in there as well? If no Michael Thomas, then I really still like uh, Olave quite a bit. Uh, John Brown, thanks for hanging out, my man. Zay Jones, Etienne, or Robert Woods, full PPR. Um, there was a blurb here about Zay Jones. Let me pull this up. Let me go to Jacksonville. I believe Zay hurt his ankle in practice today, which would be pretty disappointing. So uh, I'm not seeing the blurb here. Let me click on Jayville. Um, so Zay Jones suffered an ankle injury today. We need to know more about this. I'm not sure if he's going to practice tomorrow. Um, so he's kind of questionable. I think Robert Woods is a nice play. He had a, he had a pretty nice game last week. Finally kind of showed something for that passing offense there. So I kind of like Robert Woods. ETN uh, is, is also a pretty nice play. They're, they're, they're playing Philadelphia in last week. Uh, Philadelphia just, they were able to get to Carson Wentz. They, they stifled him. I think JD McKissick had a double digit PPR game. So if you think, if you, if you're in the line of thinking where Jacksonville offense could be playing from behind, that could mean more ETN. I think he's got a nice safe eight to 10 point floor. So if you want to play it safe, I'm going to go ETN. Otherwise I think Woods might be the best play. Um, it was the bigger trade. I can't remember. I'm looking for it. Um, Mm, I, I don't think it's enough to tip the scales, but it, it's close. Uh, to me, it's a preference call at this point. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of, of analyzing trades. It's not my favorite thing because at the end of the day, everyone's got preferences. Um, and, and if, if the trade calculator kind of makes sense, then I, I'm cool with it. Uh, but I, I think, I think you're going to want to keep Javante, Javante Williams, man. He's kind of the prize for me in that trade. Um, let me see. Christian, thanks for hanging out again for another question. We got Olave, Marquise, or Javante. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Hollywood Brown, man. Those 17 targets last week, 14 for 140. I, I think he's the guy uh, that Kyler Murray looks for right now. So I'm gonna say Marquise Brown. If I had to rank them, it's Marquise, Javante, uh, Olave. Good evening to Andrew. Do we still trust Tyler Higby? Uh, go Higgins and go Bengals, he says. Um, I, I do trust Tyler Higby, but again, it is probably his toughest matchup that he's seen so far this season. So San Francisco here, they've only given up five for 23 to tight ends. Now, granted, they haven't played a lot of good tight ends. Um, so maybe Higby can be, uh, you know, an, an outlier here on the 49er season, but I still trust Higby. I think he's playing pretty well in terms of, uh, let me see. I believe he still leads all tight ends and targets. Let me just double check here in PPR. Um, so in, in a PPR format, I mean, he's 
tight end seven, his, his targets are third best. So I like what he's doing. He hasn't scored a touchdown yet, so maybe that can change some things. But he's got a really safe floor. Uh, thank you, sir. McKissick or Michael Carter? Michael Carter is not in my good graces. I, I think Brees Hall really, really took things over last week. He outsnapped him. He had way more targets. I think he's going to eventually flip towards just being their primary guy. So in PPR, give me J.D. McKissick because McKissick, uh, if I flip to running back here in terms of targets, McKissick is hitting like all of the floors that we like. He's got the fifth most uh, targets for running back, 16 catches for 106 yards on the season. He's averaging a cool about 10 points per game. I, I think McKissick is the guy I'd rather own there. Uh, what's going on with Mixon? Is he worth the start tonight? I th I think you want to continue to start Mixon. I think in, if you're into trades, you should you should be buying low on Mixon, even if he doesn't score a touchdown tonight. But uh, very surprising. He Mixon's he's he's playing well. The offensive line's not playing great as much as we hoped for. Um, but uh, he he was on the practice report with an ankle injury. He got a full day of practice in the last two days. I think Mixon's going to be just fine, and and hopefully he gets his first TD of the year. Uh, and is Javante losing the majority RB spot? Um, let's pull this up. I'm going to go to Pro Football Focus here. Um, if you guys want to check out this link, I'm going to put the um, the link in the description. This is one of the best tools that I use. It's by PFF. It's free. And they have some of the best charts. Um, so we're asking if Javante is losing ground to Melvin. So this is what I care about. I care about snaps, routes, targets, carries. Last week, you see Javante, 33 snaps to Melvin's 28. They both ran 13 routes, roughly the same amount of targets. Uh, Javante had 15 carries to Melvin's 12. So uh, I think uh, game two, we saw it was heavy Javante. So maybe they kind of were just like, okay, let's, let's keep Javante fresh in this thing. He's still the lead back. I know he got Melvin got the goal line carry, which is frustrating. But if we look at uh, how this usage is kind of breaking down, um, you can see here, let me go. What, where did it go? Um, where did it go? Here we go. Um, so the running backs here, Javante is the blue. So he's out there for the majority of plays. He's out there majority on early downs. He did get one goal line opportunity to Melvin's two. Uh, Javante does get all the two minute drill offense. They kind of share third downs in a weird way. Um, so it, it's going to be an annoying committee, but uh, I, I still think Javante is the, the, the clear guy that I would rather own there. And again, uh, as the season gets, you know, older and colder, I think the younger player will eventually, uh, you know, kind of weed himself out. Naeem Hines or J.D. McKissick rest of the season. They're essentially equal. Um, I'm I'm going to lean slightly towards J.D. McKissick just because I think the, the, the Washington Commanders are going to throw the football more than the Colts. So they're both very close, both high value in a PPR format. Like to me, in like in one of my leagues or pretty much any league that's PPR, I have, I have Hines, I have McKissick, both highly valuable guys. I'm going to say J.D. slightly over Naeem Hines there. Uh, but again, check out that article on PFF. Uh, if you guys are on Twitter and want someone to follow, uh, this guy is fantastic. He, he kind of live tweets a lot of this stuff too. Uh, but his name is Nathan Yonke. Yonke? Yonke? Um, so follow him on Twitter. Check out this article. He, he, you know, he blasts it out every week. So fantastic stuff here. You get pretty much th – this is the most important data – uh, you know, for sure. Uh, you want to, you want players that are running routes. You want to care about the targets and the carries. So definitely look into that.
Um, do I do I still do McKissick even though I have Curtis Samuel? Uh, that doesn't bother me as much. I mean, last week, both guys hit their double digits. Uh, I think JD's been over double digits the last two games. They kind of complement each other. In games, the, the trick with McKissick is in games where they're picked to lose, that's where you want McKissick in there because that means he's going to be in there for the fourth quarter. Uh, they're going to have to throw the ball more. That's the, that's the secret, especially for like those PPR backs like Naheem, McKissick. If, if those teams are favored to lose, that means they're going to have to throw the ball, you know, so that it makes it easier to, to get those guys in the lineup. And yeah, it doesn't bother me if they're on the same team. Um, I mean, last year, Elijah Moore was a beast with, with our guy, Zach Wilson. Uh, I think this year though, it, it's, it's, let me actually pull this up. Let's go to, I want to go to the Jets last week. So the problem with going from Flacco, where is New York Jets? The problem with going from Flacco to Zach Wilson Flacco has thrown the ball 50 plus times per game for three straight games. That's not going to happen with Zach Wilson. You see Elijah Moore, he's going to continue to be the team snap leader. He's going to run the most routes. Uh, but when Wilson's in there, he lines up in the slot a lot. You can see almost 20 more routes run for Elijah Moore, but basically the same amount of targets. So uh, I, I think they're both going to kind of be a 1A, 1B situation. Uh, if I had to own one for the rest of the year, it's it's probably Garrett Wilson just because he's he's shown the most so far. He's a young, talented rookie. He's a top 10 pick. Uh, I, I think it's close, but they're, they're both kind of in a, in a 1A, 1B situation. And uh, I thought Corey Davis popped up on the injury report today. Let me double check. Uh, no, he's good to go. So it, they're, they're close. Uh, would you rather have Elijah Moore or Romeo Dobbs? Probably Romeo Dobbs, um, just because the competition for targets there is completely wide open. It appears that uh, the it appears the Jets are going to throw the ball around. You know they like they like Brees Hall a lot. He had 11 targets. They like Tyler Conklin a lot. There's a lot of competition for targets over here for Elijah Moore. Whereas uh, if I let me just find that Packer game real quick, and I I know. Um, I know Christian Watson's going to be back this week, which is changing things, but they gave Romeo Dobbs a trial here and he delivered. He ran the most routes for the team last week, led the team in targets, uh, almost led the team in snaps. Like this is what you want. It's, it's a very consolidated receiving group. Uh, not a lot of targets to go around. So I think personally, I'd rather run Romeo. Uh, do I need to worry about Dalvin Cook? Slight worry here. The good news is from all the doctors and the research that I've done, it sounds like Dalvin can't further re-injure his shoulder unless like something like crazy were to happen. Um, so he's not like at more risk if he plays. He did practice today. Let me pull that up here. Um, I mean, they're listing him as a full participant in practice today. So that's that's like that's perfect news. That's what you wanted to see. So he's going to play this week. Um, so I'm not too concerned. Hopefully they get him going on the ground. He needs to get his first touchdown of the season. So I'm I'm not going to panic yet on Dalvin. Uh, good evening to Fabian. Hope you're doing well, my man. So start two, Gibson, Akers, Edmonds, or Hunt. I'm going to go with Gibson and Hunt. I know Edmonds got the two goal line touchdowns last week. I don't know if I feel confident in that going forward. Let me actually pull that up. Um, see if I can find that game. Where are we? Uh, Miami and Buffalo. So last week, Mostert got more snaps. Mostert ran more routes. And he got more carries. I'm just, I'm confused. 
I don't know if it's Mostert or Edmonds week. I just I feel a little bit nervous about that. I did think Acres looked good, uh, but in terms of the matchup, they play the 49ers. That's a that's a technically a tough matchup. San Francisco down here, they've only allowed two touchdowns on the year. They're they're holding opponents to not a lot of fantasy points through the running back. So Hunt, Gibson are my two. Uh, Damien Harris, Chase Edmonds, Allen Robinson, or Rashad Bateman, full PPR. Uh, I'm going to probably go with Rashad Bateman because we expect the Buffalo Bills-Ravens game to be a high-scoring game. They're going to have to throw the ball. And Lamar's playing an MVP level. I know Bateman didn't have a great game last week, but I'm going to go with Rashad here. Uh, the Giants are a good play this week. I have um, – if you guys – uh, let me, let me, let me go to this link here. So on the fantasy, I guess in the link in the description, I have this chart here that shows, uh, the spread, the team totals, and then the, the, the total, you know, within the game. And a good indicator here is teams at the bottom here. They're not projected to score a lot of points. So, uh, you're asking if the giants defense is a good play, like their opponent, the Chicago bears, they're only projected to score 17, almost 18 points. So I, I think the giants are a strong, good play here. Uh, they're probably a top five, top 10 play this week. Really anybody here, uh, I'm talking Philadelphia, the Vikings, the Chargers, the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Colts, the Steelers, the Giants, and the Packers. Those are some of my favorite plays on defense this week. Uh, Mike Thomas and Jarvis are out. Uh, it's it's looking bad for Michael Thomas. It's looking better for uh, Jarvis Landry. So today, MT did not practice Wednesday, did not practice Thursday, same with Jameis Winston, but Jarvis Landry, he was DNP yesterday. He got a limited in today. He's on track to play. I feel better about Landris or Landry than I do about uh, in Michael Thomas. Giants or New Orleans, uh, I'm going to go with the Giants in that one. Um, again, if you look at this chart, uh, New Orleans Saints, they're going to be playing the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings are up here. They're projected to score 23. The New Orleans Saints only projected to score about 20. So I think the Vikings are going to win that game. I technically don't want to play defense if they're expected to lose. So I will take the Giants. Uh, but let's finish up here. It's almost 7 o'clock. I, uh, I got to get myself ready for this game. Any final questions? Otherwise, my schedule, uh, I usually take Fridays off. I might do some kind of injury report video um, tomorrow. But Saturday, we'll go live saturday evening um so if you guys want to come with your questions then and then i have been getting in a groove of doing a live sunday morning show so uh we got uh one more question here should we be buying low on jonathan taylor hell yes hell yeah you should be buying low on jonathan taylor uh one thing that i now that we can kind of like we got a feel for how good the teams are we kind of know what to expect uh looking at schedules i am a big fan of look at this colt schedule here so they play they play tennessee this week, then Denver, but then Jacksonville, Tennessee, Washington, New England, the Raiders. That's a nice run. Those are games the Colts can control. I think um, I think I want Jonathan Taylor in my lineup for those games. And then to finish the year, they get the Vikings, the Chargers, who can't stop running backs, and then the Giants. So, uh, you know, signing off on Jonathan Taylor, uh, I like him quite a bit. Yeah, the Vikings defense are a decent play. Uh, Hines gets a lot of snaps targets, though. Is that a worry for Taylor? Ah. Uh, no, no, not at all. Uh, that, that's kind of how it was last year. I think there's just more of an F emphasis to get Naheem Hines touches. He's not exactly stealing from Jonathan Taylor. Like Taylor's still getting a lot of touches himself. Um, so I, I'm not, 
I, I don't think I'm concerned with Hines. Uh, it's kind of a separate event. So go after Jonathan Taylor. I mean, if if you can buy, I mean, he was the first or second overall pick in drafts. So like if you can buy that uh, for a discount, I think we should do it. Uh, but this was fun. I got the uh, I got the Bengals tonight. I hope you guys enjoy your evening. Good luck with all your fantasy teams, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday. Have a good night. Peace.